the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin woman engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by the angel's words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his dominion there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Christ. It's complicated. It's one of the 11 options on Facebook for your relationship status. But what does complicated really mean? Still living with the ex? Getting back together soon? Friends with benefits? On and then off? One blogger called complicated relationships Dysfunctional relationships, that might be a bit harsh. Wouldn't you all agree that relationships are complicated? Whether with parents, peers, pastors, whether with kids, friends, significant others, etc., etc. And you have to admit that Christmas is complicated wishing that we could go back and do a wonderful childhood over, or just glad it's over. All kinds of emotions, many unconscious or irrational, swirling around us the next 24 hours. So be gentle. Be gentle with yourself and with others. And though our manger scenes which will be put up soon after this service. Though they look pristine and are 
carols sing of a child that doesn't cry and certainly doesn't puke or poop. <laughs> if being human is complicated, and if Jesus was truly human, it shouldn't come as a surprise that the story of Jesus' birth is complicated. My Advent reading the last month included the new book, A Complicated Pregnancy, Whether Mary Was a Virgin and Why It Matters. But the real big line is on the back. Maybe Mary's virginity is the worst thing that ever happened to her. Well, the theme is apropos to today's gospel. The author, well, he grew up in a conservative kind of Christianity and now teaches at a liberal seminary. It seems as he writes that he's working out his own move from a literalistic understanding of the Bible and his faith to one more in sync with science and contemporary life. And though the author certainly admits that for the gospel writers, Jesus' virginal conception helps make the point of Jesus' divinity, there are problems with it. You see, the early church, centuries after the birth, sanitized the very human realities of blood and birth in the story. Mary needed to be a virgin not only before Jesus' birth, but afterwards as well and then not to be stained by the sin of sex. Not only Jesus needed a virginal conception, Mary needed an immaculate one as well. Or to go to the complete other extreme and thinking of the news in our country of the past months, the author wonders whether some theologians could call this divine artificial insemination without Mary's consent. And could that seem intrusive on the part of God? Conjecture for sure. But that's what theologians do, isn't it? But since this is a homily and not a book review, let's cut to the chase. <laughs> the author comes out eventually and says what's most important for Jesus' humanity is not the virginal conception, but that he was born as one of us, that he was born like us in every way. To quote him, through the agency of Mary, through the birth of Jesus and the power of the Spirit, something new arrived, a new way of being, a new way of living, a new world colliding with the present one. Now that is not to take the mystery out of the story Mary has her how-can-this-be moment. Why me? There must be someone else more worthy, someone else more ready. So haven't we all had those how-can-this-be moments when life catches up with us and we realize that it's not turning out the way we thought, that life is not turning out the way we hoped? The relationship is complicated. The move is complicated. Our career is complicated. Retirement is complicated. Our health, it's complicated. Or we think back to the past year alone, shown in pictures, in newspapers, and magazines this time of year, and we wonder, 
How can this even be the state of our world, the state of our country, the health of our earth? And let me tell you, even writing sermons can be complicated. A week ago, I was sitting right there where Pastor Michelle is seated and listening to Pastor Ben's sermon. And he started quoting the short poem I was planning to use this week. (laughs) And still am. It's called, one of my favorites, it's called After the Annunciation by Madeline Ingle. This is the irrational season when love blooms bright and wild. Had Mary been filled with reason, there would have been no room for the child. Now just maybe the Holy Spirit was really working overtime and ahead of time, but Ben went on then to say a few lines that I was planning to say, so I'll quote him. (laughs) Advent is irrational, but then again, so is the birth of our Savior Christ to an unwed mother. During this irrational, and I would add complicated Advent season, we must let go of our reason, be open to surprise, and the possibility that Christ is born in the places we haven't been yet. This wonderful gospel on Advent 4, and I'm so glad that you are here to hear it, is filled with one-liners that have inspired painters and poets and preachers for centuries. The how can this be line leads to the angels, nothing will be impossible with God. And finally to Mary's, then let it be. But if we think that this story is just about some way back moment, we have missed the connection to this time and place. After all, it's in baptism that God declares over and over to us, O favored one, the Lord is with you. It is in our complicated context that Christ is born. It is in our complicated lives when we wonder about our worthiness, we wonder about our giftedness, we wonder what difference we could make in the world. Reminds me of the well-known quote by Marianne Williamson, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, who am I? Who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are child of God. So dear friends like Mary, our mysterious calling is to surrender who we are, what we think our lives need to be, and let the Holy Spirit do a new thing in us, transforming our emptiness into a dwelling for God. And you know what? It will seem irrational. You know what? It will seem complicated. But that is the way God is born, then and now. Amen.